Hey guys, how you doing today? Can I get you started with something to drink? Is your aging loved one home alone, forgetting to take medicine or pay bills? The Caregiver Cafe with Roz Jones has a menu of resources to serve your caregiver needs. As a caregiver, Roz understands your daily challenges. This podcast focuses on the unique and dynamic issues of caregiving. Hi, I'm Roz Jones, and welcome back again to our part two uh, of our series of families that have to take care of incarcerated loved ones, um, you know, while they're in jail. And so today we're going to talk about the impact on the children. You know, a lot of times when people go to jail, they forget about the children. And so with that being said, I wanted to, to let you know that there are just a few stats and I'm reading it from um, from Boston University. 2.7 million minors currently have parents in the prison or jail system in the United States. 2.7 million children. 2.7 million children. Okay, so that's a lot of stress on not only the child, but then also to either the wife the grandparents, the aunts, the uncles, the cousins that now have to take care of the children because their parents are in jail. So what are some of the things that, you know, that we can do to make sure that the children are taken care of? Number one, if the parents are going to be in jail for a period of time and we don't know how long, either the mother, you know, if if there's a mother, then we don't have to worry about guardianship. But if the, if the, Say, for instance, if the mother uh, is in jail and the father's not in the scene or vice versa, that um, person who is taking care of the children may have to get temporary guardianship. And if you have to get temporary guardianship, then you would need to go to uh, what's called the area legal aid area legal aid where you can find out how to get the um, temporary guardianship of a of a child whose parents are in jail and the reason why you would need temporary guardianship is because number one for school when they go to school who is going to be the person in charge of this child while the parents are in jail so the parents will you know you you will have to get this guardianship number one for school number two for medical reasons so what if this child gets sick do you have the documentation the right to be able to make those medical decisions for this child so this is very important number one for school number two for medical reasons okay number three you also need the guardianship because you may be able to apply for uh, a temporary um, medicaid medicare Because say, for instance, if that parent was working and they had insurance on this child, now the parent is no longer working and who is going to be able to take care of the child. So you may have to apply for Medicaid and Medicare for the child and you may be able to receive TANF. You may be able to receive social services because that parent is in jail. So you may be able to get food stamps. You may be able to get Medicaid and Medicare. It's very important. Uh, Also, their vision. So, you know, they'll be able to get their physicals. They'll be able to get their teeth done. They'll be able to get their vision. So this is very important when you are taking care of 
children whose parents are incarcerated. Well, one of them is incarcerated and maybe the other one may not be in the life or that parent may be dead. We don't know. But for whatever reason, either a, a, a grandparent or an aunt or a cousin may have had to pick up the responsibility of taking care of this child. So knowing this information is very, very important. Now, once you start working on that, we also have to remember the mental part for the child or the children. What do we do to help them mentally understand that mom and dad aren't going to be here every day? So we have to, you know, you may have to get some psychological help. This is the reason why you need to get temporary guardianship so that you can be able to possibly get, you know, psychological help, mental health for the child. This is very important because they are dealing with it just like the parent is in the jail dealing with this mentally and the impact. So the child is also dealing with this because we don't know what's going to happen to this child when they go to school. And some of the children may find out about that. They may get teased. You know, there's a lot of things that's going on with that, along with the fact that I now don't have my mother and father. And when I go to visit them, I have to visit them behind bars. I can't touch them. I can't hug them. You know, we have to go through all of this, you know, check into the prison to see to see them. So these are some of the things that we have to look at when, um, as a caregiver, when that husband or mother or father or husband or wife goes into jail, now we have to deal with the child. What is the impact on them? What do we need to provide them? So number one, you know, we need to, you know, possibly get temporary guardianship, particularly if you are not the mother or father and you're the grandmother, the aunt, the uncle, the friend, whatever, there may be temporary guardianship or there may be permanent placement uh, with that particular uh, adult so that the child can, you know, stay hopefully within the same school district and, you know, can get medical care, you know, so on and so forth. So we need to make sure, you know, temporary guardianship. We need to make sure that we can get Medicaid and Medicare so that they can continue on with the medical piece. Uh, you know, we also need to make sure that uh, we have, if we do have the temporary guardianship or whatever it is going to be, that information has to then be taken to the school. It has to be taken to the doctors so that if anything comes up, you're able to say, hey, I am the legal guardian over the children and I can make these decisions and so this is so important along with taking care of them mentally and physically so there's a lot of responsibility that comes on when you are the caregiver uh, not only to the person that's in the jail but then caregiver to the child or the children so this is a heavy topic and I you know I know it's not one of our regular topics but this is again part of a community that is often overlooked. I gave you the numbers earlier. 2.7 million children, their parents are in jail. And so what are we going to do to make sure that those children are living as close to a normal life as possible. So let's try to help and make sure that whoever is taking care of them, that they get the right documentation, inf information, so that we can keep the children together 
um, you know, brothers and sisters or a, a child that may be an only child to put them with an aunt or a family member, someone that they're familiar with. So I just wanted to put that out there and to make people aware of this uh, community that is often overlooked. Once again, I'm Ross Jones, the CEO and owner of Jacksonville's Best Caregivers, and uh, you're listening to the podcast, The Caregiver Cafe. So today, today, what was brewing in our cup, we were talking about part two of the series of uh, caregivers who are uh, taking care of incarcerated uh, family members as well as watching the children of an incarcerated loved one. If you have more topics that you would like for us to discuss, please make sure that you put it in the comments and we will get it and make sure that we do take care of the topic that you want to listen to. I'm Raj Jones and I want to thank you so much for listening. Until your next visit to the Caregiver Cafe, connect with Roz on YouTube, LinkedIn, and her blog at thecaregivercafe.net. Caregiver Cafe podcast specializes in serving those who provide care and support to a sick or aging loved one. I'm the voice guy, but I'm one of you. So when Roz has on experts or frontline workers, I'm listening. We hope you've enjoyed the show. In the meantime, don't forget to connect with Roz on YouTube, LinkedIn, or at the blog at thecaregivercafe.net.